0: Today, the candidates who want to serve you as Putnam County Commissioner, Sparta Mayor, and Van Buren County Executive. Welcome to Meet the Candidates from Live Rock 95.9 and News Talk 94.1. I'm Tom Duggan. Today, our series continues where you get the chance to hear from the candidates, where they stand, the issues that are important in their minds, where they want to take the Upper Cumberland moving forward. We begin today's program with Kathy Dunn, who is seeking re-election to the Putnam County Commission in District 11. Kathy, it's good to have you on the program today. Let me start out asking you, when you decided to first run for the County Commission, what was it at that time that led you to your decision to run?
1: Well, thank you for having me on today. And uh, what led me to that decision, I've been a a realtor and a leader in the real estate industry uh, at the local, state, and national levels for twenty-something years, and out of that training that I had taken, they encouraged us several years ago to get involved in our in local government. They said, "Don't just use this training that you're receiving here for real estate leadership. Go back and you know, and and be a help in your communities." And it took me a little while. I need to wait till my boys were out of school and stuff, to where I had the opportunity to do so and that was four years ago and ran a successful campaign and here I am
0: Kathy what do you feel like the most important characteristics are in being a good county commissioner
1: you know I I had uh, different ideas four years ago and when you start serving you figure it out fairly quickly it's not just you and your ideas but you've got to take in consideration there's 24 of us sitting there making, trying to make the best decisions for our county on how to move it forward. So it would be to always listen and do your homework before the meetings and be ready to talk about and vote appropriately when you get to the meeting on Monday night.
0: We've seen a tremendous amount of growth in Putnam County in recent years. And with growth comes some issues. Kathy, how do you feel the best way is to go about managing and possibly regulating that growth?
1: Well, regulating is a little tough. And I, I do think we've, we've got a fine mayor and uh, Mayor Porter, and he helps do a good job leading our county, helping us you know, with answers and information, along with our uh, county attorney, Jeff Jones, uh, along with that is some of those services that we we need to ensure are available to folks out in the county, which is the availability of, of access to public water and, and broadband internet, and those are two of the things that this commission's worked hard at uh, helping move along.
0: You mentioned services, and indeed, we seem to be in a time when people are demanding more and more services. How do you go about prioritizing those services?
1: Well, you know, I think everybody needs access to public water, so that, that's real easy. And then with more people working from home and some school kids taking classes online, we, we found out with COVID, uh, the access and the need for uh, high-speed Internet wasn't just a luxury anymore. It was a necessity. And, and it's sad that we've got folks, you know, in and, and Putnam County that don't have access to broadband Internet But all of our neighbors to the north of us, you know, Clay, Jackson, Overton, they've all got extremely high internet service. Those are two things that just have to be taken care of.
0: Kathy Dunn is our guest on Meet the Candidate. She is seeking re-election to the Putnam County Commission out of District 11. Miss Kathy, you also touched on broadband access and how important it is. How important do you feel it is that the county does address the issue of broadband access?
1: Well, you know, we've been blessed in that regard because there have been government grants that we've been able to, that have to come to the county commission. We had to give our blessing on them so that some of the local internet providers, such as Twin Lakes and Spectrum, and they have taken advantage of those. And uh, we've approved their applications in order to move it along to the next access to help them get those government grants to have the funds and the materials to get that access out there. Of course, like everything else, we're running into a shortage of supplies, and it's my understanding that's been the holdup on some of these issues, getting uh, those lines out. But from what I'm hearing, it sounds like after the first of the year, we should see some movement out in the county where we don't currently have that. We should see that moving forward.
0: Kathy, the county commission is helping oversee the expansion of the Justice Center How important do you feel the public safety is as it pertains to the work of the County Commission?
1: I think it's paramount. And uh, beyond taking care of making sure that the Justice Center uh, gets taken care of and the jail expansion, we really didn't have a choice. We were so overcrowded. The state and federal government does not give us any options to continue running an overcrowded jail space. Uh, That wasn't anything that we had control over, we had to take care of, and either that or uh, they would have come in and told us how we were going to do it, so uh, we are taking steps to alleviate that issue with that jail expansion, and, and beyond that, you know, public safety, you know, our, our police officers, they deserve respect and the pay that goes along with it, you know, we're doing everything we can to help out our county employees and get a little extra money in their pockets right now with inflation and high interest rates right now. We're trying to do everything we can to help our county employees out without trying to pass it along to the tax-paying citizens. And we're working on a good plan for that, I think, with our budget that we're coming up with.
0: Kathy Dunn, as you meet with and speak with local voters, what are you hearing from them in terms of some of their concerns?
1: You know, beyond... And when I have people in my district don't have access to uh, broadband internet, I think I only have a small pocket in the 11th district that may not still have access to public water. But beyond that is they can't afford their taxes to continue going up. They can't afford those, you know, big tax hikes. So the, the commission's trying to do their part and we're looking for alternative sources of income to fund our project.
0: Kathy Dunn, if you re-elected to the Putnam County Commission, what will the voters in the 11th District be getting? And Kathy Dunn, as their ongoing county commissioner.
1: Well, for one thing, I'm the only uh, candidate who has lived in the 11th District my entire adult life. So I'm pretty well vested in our community. I love seeing it grow. And being a realtor, I'm very involved and committed to keeping our community and our county a beautiful and clean place. It doesn't just reflect on our county the, the way we appear to others as they drive through our county and drive on our roads. It also, corporations are looking to move here. You know, they drive through our counties and stuff and see what we're offering. Sometimes nobody even knows that a particular company is considering us, and they've already been on the ground and looked around. So, you know, we got to keep Putnam County beautiful like we've done such a good job at it. And like I tell everybody when they're asking me, you know, what's so special about Putnam County? And I said, well, if you're looking for that big urban feel, we're not going to be for you. But if you want to hike, bike, chase waterfalls, boat, enjoy nature, I said, man, Putnam County's got you covered all day up with outdoor beauty.
0: Kathy Dunn has been our guest on Meet the Candidates. Again, Kathy is seeking re-election to the Putnam County Commission out of District 11 up next on the program is darren wilson darren is one of the incumbents in district 11 on the putnam county commission he joins us via telephone darren first of all when you first decided to run for the putnam county commission what led to your decision to want to be part of the commission well i've
2: always had this desire to be a serve servant and i've always desired to serve i serve at church and i serve my fellow man any way i can but i was Spent honestly a lot of time in prayer about it. And whenever the, the decision I made four years ago to run, it was a decision I sat down with my wife and my family and talked to them about it. And when I knew that there could be an opportunity that uh, being a elected official, but you know, some of the negativity that could come in it, you know, you become a punching bag in the community if they don't vote the right way. But I really felt like deep down inside it was what I was called to do.
0: Darren, what do you feel like are the most important characteristics that make up a good county commissioner?
2: Oh, that's an easy question. You've got to be willing to be a little bit flexible, but stick firm to your beliefs, but be a good communicator. Uh, This last four years, I have heard several commissioners that have been on the commission for many years have said that this commission has been one of the easiest to work with because everybody has got, there's no personal agenda that I have other than serving the constituents of the 11th district.
0: Darren, Putnam County is experiencing a tremendous amount of growth now, and with that always comes some issues. How do you push the county to regulate that growth?
2: We don't want to be Murfreesboro, uh, personally, but I, I, I don't mind growth, but I want it to be controlled growth. Um, as a commissioner, the things that we've got to watch out for is making sure that we keep our taxes as low as possible. We just recently, the budget committee is passing a budget without a tax increase. And it's one of those, uh, it's been tough because there's a lot of departments that didn't get everything they needed. But again, we also understand that, uh, as the people go, grow, as the, the homes that are being built, people are coming to, to this area. Uh, they, they love the fact that we're a no, a state-income tax state. We're a business-friendly state, and there's no better place to live than the upper Cumberland. one.
0: Darren Wilson is our guest on Meet the Candidates. He is seeking re-election to the Putnam County Commission out of District 11. Darren, we're at a time where people seem to be in demand for more and more services. How do you go about prioritizing those services?
2: Well, the mayor has put forth a five-year plan for each department head that gives us uh, a vision in the future what, the, what they're going to need down the road so that it allows the commission to begin to plan for the needs of each department. I believe that that's been one of the most crucial elements of our job, that when he put that into place, Mayor Porter put that into place, it's helped us to be able to regulate where we're spending, what, what's coming down the road so we can plan for the future.
0: One of the county's biggest fund expenditures are schools. Do you feel the local school system has been a good steward of the money being spent on schools?
2: I do. Uh, we are building, going to be building another school, which obviously you know about. Uh, the The school department has are on top of it. Uh, this uh, Dr. King and, and his staff they do a phenomenal job bringing to the commission what the needs are. Uh, and we, we've tried to accommodate as best we can. This year uh, we took some expenditures out and uh, are taking care of some school bus costs uh, out of the general fund so we can um, so not have uh, any more tax dollars coming from property taxes going towards the schools this time.
0: Darren, do you see specific things that you feel maybe the county needs to do a better job of?
2: Well, honestly, I believe the county is doing a wonderful job. Uh, one thing I have noticed that the, the last four years that I've been on the commission, that the city and the county mayors have worked well together. Again, the, the planning, the future planning, uh, the infrastructure that this city needs, I mean, the the road issue, the travel issue, they're working on 10th Street now. There's a lot of things, that the growth of this, that's in this area. The Planning Commission is working on uh, There's some new developments that are coming in. Right now, the biggest thing right now, in my opinion, is making sure that we handle the traffic flow that's coming through the area.
0: How important do you feel it is for the county to have a strong relationship with the city of Cookville? It's
2: paramount. It's re- It's so needed because again the last 4 years these last these two leaders mayor shelton and mayor porter have worked so well together when the disaster of the tornado came through uh, in 2020 we had so, so much of togetherness of those two leaders that kept everybody informed as this growth goes uh, with the uh, and the industry part uh, the the growth of this community could not happen in the way that it needs to happen without the relationship of the county and the city
0: Darren Wilson, there's been a great deal of focus on broadband access recently. How important do you feel that is? It's
2: absolutely paramount. We've got some uh, funds coming in. I think there was over $2 million in funds that was coming to help broadband in the area. We're hoping in the next two years a majority of the county will be on broadband and high-speed uh, Internet. It's it's paramount.
0: Darren, as we wrap up this evening, as you meet with and speak with local voters, what are you hearing from them in terms of what their concerns are?
2: Everybody wants to keep their taxes as low as possible, and I, and I believe that. I'm a self-employed guy with two self-employed jobs, and I understand that. I, do, I don't like taxes any more than the next person does, but I also know that they are necessary evil. The thing that we do as a county commission is to try to keep those tax dollars as low as possible and be good stewards of the funds that come in to the county's coffers.
0: Finally, Darren Wilson, if you are reelected to the Putnam County Commission, what would you say to the voters that they will be getting in Darren Wilson as their ongoing county commissioner?
2: Well, as always, I'm as transparent as they come. I'm always available. I always answer my phone or my email. And if there's anything I can ever do, I'm always, always willing to listen to ideas because I certainly don't know everything, but I do know that the – constituents of district 11 should they put me back in for another four years i promise you i'll continue the hard work that i've done the last four years one more thing i have said i'm a big believer in term limits i believe the in the national level that the uh senators should only uh, serve 12 years that's two six-year terms and should i get reelected to a second term i will only run a third term i'm not going to be hypocrite about it i will only served for three times a total of 12 years that's my uh feelings and that's where i'll always be
0: our guest has been darren wilson he's seeking re-election to the putnam county commission out of district 11
3: If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher.
4: could change your landscape don't let that happen call putnam county tree service to get the trees trimmed dead branches removed stumps ground all it takes is one strong wind to damage your home putnam county tree service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong call 528 3828 528 3828 to protect your home your landscape your family putnam county tree service make the call this week
0: Camille Pliss-Mayberry is challenging for a seat on the Putnam County Commission. She joins us next on Meet the Candidates. Camille, it's good to have you on the program today. What was it that led to your decision to seek a seat on the Putnam County Commission?
5: Well, uh, four years ago I ran, and my children were of an age where they still were pretty relying on me. So I kind of didn't give it my 100% attempt. This year, I my kids, hey, they act like they don't need a mother most of the time. Uh and I'm I'm running as independent and that is uh I think fresh and uh I just feel like it's a time for a change.
0: Camille, what experiences in your life do you feel helped to make you a good candidate?
5: Several several years ago I received a degree in sociology. I was at a turning point where I could go into law, law enforcement, social work and uh I think public service is what I prep for, for the most part. In my years at the newspaper, being a photographer, 10 years at the Herald Citizen, and writing columns, I met a lot of people, and I feel like I'm a good spokesperson for the community.
0: Have there been any particular issues or things that have occurred within the county that have helped influence your decision to run?
5: Well, my district, District 11, is predominantly rural. Um, I've seen quite a bit of development go on. Out here, uh, we have cattle, so we have some land. My husband's employer, Howard Mayberry of Cookville Radiator, he has a lot more land than we do, and we're just a little concerned with taxes and development. So the the rampant development concerns me, and I'm extremely thrifty, and I like to be on a board that makes some of the decisions. Camille,
0: Putnam County is experiencing a tremendous amount of growth, as we all know, how do you maybe push the county to help to regulate or manage that growth?
5: Well, there are certain areas in Putnam County where there's no turning back, and that's fine. I'm not opposed to things that have already been decided, expanding the Justice Center, the fairgrounds, and, and that. I just want to um, consider how we're all struggling right now with um, everyday costs, and I, I kind of want to give incentives to those who've lived in Putnam County the longest.
0: We're at a time when people seem to be in demand for more and more services. How do you go about prioritizing those services?
5: Well, services—I'm on, on all on board. Um, I don't want to raise taxes, of course, but that you know, it, you, that's what pays for the services. So we'll have to meet as a board to, to recognize those needs. I mean, as a family here, mid, low middle class. I mean, we need help and I imagine there's people worse off. So I will uh, listen to the individual, especially my district, District 11.
0: Camille Fliss-Mayberry is her guest. I'll meet the candidate. She is challenging for a seat on the Putnam County Commission out of District 11. Camille, there's also been a great deal of focus on broadband access recently. How important do you feel that is?
5: Um, I think very important. I, I mean, I'm a mother and I have school age children that that rely on it, and uh, I mean, we're happy with our reception here at the northeast point of District 11, probably the furthest north point of Putnam County, but yeah, that would be a priority.
0: What are the biggest fund expenditures with any county government are schools? Do you feel the local school system has been a good steward of the money being spent on schools?
5: I'm really impressed with the schools. I mean, there's just, a gazillion of them, and I come from a rural area where the same schools are being used for the last 50 years. So um, I think it, I think our children are uh, our most important asset.
0: Camille, how important do you feel it is for the county to have a strong working relationship with the city of Cookville?
5: Very important. I mean, I'm very happy with the Sheriff's Department working with the city police more than ever. uh, Eddie Ferris is a good friend of my husband, and I'm on board with his decisions. I mean, we're all one big
3: family.
0: Speaking of the sheriff, the county commission will be helping to oversee the expansion of the Justice Center. How important do you feel the public's safety is as it pertains to the work of the county commission?
5: Uh, Very important. I think it'll bring in a lot of revenue. I'm not thrilled with the location of the expansion, but uh, then again, I own the the building, the old Shell Station at the split abroad in and spring, and and maybe I'll benefit from that.
0: Camille Fliss Mayberry, as you meet with and speak with local voters, what are you hearing from them in terms of some of their concerns?
5: Well, there's there's a tremendous concern with our incumbents who are mirror images of one another, both uh, long-time realtors and long-time chamber ambassadors, and I don't think individually our residents, are our our needs are being met, um, such as I've heard a lot of issues with flooding not being addressed, um, dangerous roadways, development that doesn't take in effect the traffic and the visibility. I mean, Dawson Branch Highway is our main way home, and that's It's a very dangerous road, so littering, I despise it, big-time recycler, whether it's like the typical glass, metal, plastic, or I restore furniture, you'll see me throwing things on top of my car to take home to restore, or as my husband puts, junking up the place. So uh, I'm a rural, simple person, and I want to represent my district, which is predominantly rural.
0: If you are elected to the county commission, what will the voters of District 11 be getting? in Camille Fliss Mayberry as their county commissioner?
5: Excellent mediator, moderate political views, uh, with a minor in fine arts, very creative, great at brainstorming. Um, thrifty, knows how to rub two pennies together. And uh, a school-age mother who has families in mind. And we also have cattle, and uh, and that's important in this community.
0: Camille Fliss-Mayberry has been our guest on Meet the Candidates. Again, Camille is challenging for a seat on the Putnam County Commission out of District 11. Marsha Bowman is also a candidate for Putnam County Commission out of District 11. Efforts thus far to reach her have been unsuccessful. Jerry Lowry is our next guest on Meet the Candidates. He is challenging for the office of Sparta Mayor. Jerry, it's good to have you on the program. What led to that decision to seek the office of Mayor of Sparta?
6: Well, first off, Tom, thank you for doing this, and it's a—it's always an honor to, and a, a privilege to be able to reach out to the community and let your voice be heard, and you guys do a good job with that and uh, throughout the Upper Cumberland, and, and we just thank you for what you all are doing for the communities. I'm Jerry Lowry. I'm a, a, I call myself a Christian conservative. I'm a current city alderman, and through the six years, I'm a former county commissioner and a current city alderman. I like to see how got involved in politics uh, many years ago. And I believe in transparency and some things uh, going on that I I believe that uh, the city of Sparta can be a little bit better with our communication uh, and things like that. And so I decided to run and I just like the way the government runs and, and I just want to be a part of it.
0: You speak on transparency, and it's a word along with communication. I've heard quite a bit talking to candidates. How important is transparency now? And in particular, how important do you feel like it is to have good, clear, open communication with your public?
6: It's very important. The public, you know, we one thing, uh, government is a money-eating monster, and it never stops eating. And we we are spending the people's money. And when you start tapping into people's pocketbooks, uh, they get interested, and so uh, with that said, the communication. Oftentimes, when you when you have communication to people, whether it be some kind of need in the city, open communication allows a lot smoother transition to to provide that need or service uh, if you if you needed that. But open communication is is very important. I believe in uh, town hall meetings. We've not had a town hall meeting here in Sparta. In uh, I've been a county commission. I've been a city alderman for the last six years. We've not had any any of that, up to uh, a few years ago, uh, as I was sitting on the, the city board, the citizens of White County and Sparta were not allowed to come and talk to us in our meetings. And I made a motion that we allow people to come speak to us. You think you shouldn't have to do that in a city auditor meeting, but I did. And uh, it failed due to lack of second. No one seconded the motion. And through that, I will say that we eventually now have a, at least a three-minute time period where people come and speak to us. I would like to see uh, open the town hall meetings. I would like to start. Uh, there's no reason in this day and age that we don't online stream our meetings for the public to see. Uh, people have a lack of trust in government in general at all levels. And and I think that we, as elected officials, need to represent our people and let them know what's going on. And it's, it's highly important for us to be successful by this communication.
0: Jerry Lowry is our guest on Meet the Candidates, Jerry, what are some other issues that have factored into your decision to seek the office of mayor?
6: The recreation area. We're looking at uh, maybe, you know, I, I, I look at the communities around us, Livingston and and Cookville's, the Dogwood Park areas and things like that, and we, I'd like to promote our uh, recreational activities and, and upgrade them some. Uh, one thing I would really like to see is a few years ago, many years ago, we had an Oldham's Theater similar to what McMimble has and uh, Crossville has, and we call ourselves Bluegrass USA, which is great, uh, but we don't even have really an auditorium that you can go. We've got an app outside amphitheater. We have to cancel a lot of meetings. I would like to see us look at some grant monies and some art issues and, and maybe uh, rebuild Odom's Theater into a... A concert area, theater where we could hold some concerts and some meetings and things like that, and that would be a great addition to our downtown area. So that's one thing that's that's a recreational activity. We, I would like to see uh Livingston has had wrote a grant a few years ago for a splash pad. Sparta, uh, w- the city of Sparta, we've got some areas right now that we could put a splash pad in. We need to look at that hard and heavy. And as as uh, if I get elected mayor, we're going to attack that and, and see if we can get it done and uh, pr- provide some free recreational activities uh, for people to get out and do things. They work hard for their money, and in this day and age, there is so much pressure with the increase of gas prices and grocery prices and and all of the the things that's going on in the world today. Sometimes, maybe if we can just provide a a low cost, a very low cost recreational activity for some families to get out and do some things, I think that would be a great plus for the communities, and I'd like to try to uh, address that a little bit closer.
0: How difficult is it maybe to recruit business for Sparta when, you, when you're when you kind of surrounded by some of the bigger cities in the Upper Cumberland when you look at Cookville, Crossville, McMinnville? Do you think the city has done a good job of recruiting business, and what would you like to see in terms of recruiting more business?
6: We, we've definitely got to try to recruit more business. One thing that I, I think we need to do, there's a lot of uh, empty buildings. You drive through the city of Sparta, there's a lot of empty buildings. We need to uh, try to fill those buildings with some small businesses. Sometimes... We can't get uh, the big three or four hundred factory or the the packing plants or whatever but I, but I will say this there's a unique opportunity right now there's a lot of people Cookville is getting very crowded uh the The streets are crowded there's a lot of traffic, and I think a lot of people are looking to maybe move out into the suburbs and i i want i want i know this sounds kind of crazy, but uh you know Cookville's growing Sparta's growing. And, and uh, I think there's a fine uh, area there where we, we can attract some businesses now. We've got 111 access. We've got the airport in between both of us. And I think we can and play off of this, not only the success of Cookville, but uh, Sparta and be aggressive in getting some of these. And first off, to promote the small businesses that we have. Uh, I think that's, that's very important that we need to do that. And, and through that, we can attract more businesses.
0: Jerry Lowry, during your campaign, as you speak with local voters, what do you hear most from them?
6: I, uh, I hear number one is the transparency issue they don't they don't sometimes don't know what's going on uh, until it's already happened, and uh, so that's the one reason that I want to and I will as as mayor, if I'm elected mayor and I have the honor to to serve the people in that capacity, we will immediately start uh, town hall meetings. I want to hear the pulse of the people. And uh, that's that's uh, something that that we need to know. And I hear what the people are telling me. You know, they're, they're, it's it's interesting. Uh, people want people want something to do. They they work hard for the money, and they want something to do uh, on the weekend. So some recreational activities, low cost, if we can make that happen. And and I and this is a, a crazy thought, but another thing that I hear often is people would like to have a place they can go buy an ice cream cone. In Sparta, we've got we've got a couple little uh, ice cream things but there, there's nothing that stays open late and and that's the thing that people tell me so, so we need to look at uh, trying to bring in an ice cream shop of some kind.
0: Jerry Lowry has been our guest on Meet the Candidates. Jerry is seeking the office of mayor in the city of Sparta in the upcoming August general election.
3: If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher.
4: One story- could change your landscape don't let that happen call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed dead branches removed stumps ground all it takes is one strong wind to damage your home Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong call 528 3828 528 3828 to protect your home your landscape your family Putnam County Tree Service make the call this week
7: continue our countdown to election day 2022 as we give you the chance to meet the candidates visiting with kelly dishman who's one of the candidates for the van Buren county executive job kelly thanks for spending some time with us
8: uh thanks for having me Larry. i greatly appreciate it
7: why did you decide to run for office
8: well Larry, i've uh, had several people contact me ask me if i was going to run for uh county mayor again up here in Van Buren County. I previously served uh, two separate terms. uh, One term 1998 to 2002 and uh, one term from 2006 to 2010. And I decided uh, to run to try to change the focus of uh, uh, the direction of Van Buren County toward the future. Uh, We I've uh, uh, gotten behind uh, in several avenues over the last few years, and I think that uh, for future generations to have a better opportunity than we currently have, uh, it's time for us to uh, get to work and find some solutions to our problems.
7: From your past experience up to now, what is the biggest misconception that people have about the role of a county executive
8: people think that you're you know you're pretty much responsible for everything and um and you know and you're you're in charge of uh, very little in reference to um you know state mandates rules regulations um a lot of people that move in from other states commonwealth states think that um the county mayor, the county executive is over the sheriff and over uh, the other constitutionally elected uh, officials. Uh, you work with the constitutionally elected officials, but you can't uh, dictate uh, to those other officials um, you know, how they're uh, supposed to handle the public or do their jobs. Um, you're, as county mayor... Uh, everybody looks at you as having the responsibility you know you're responsible for everything um, and as I said before, we're in charge of very little uh, but also uh you can choose um, uh priorities that you want to be in charge of, like uh, uh you know finding a long term solution for our water problem up here or improving economic and community development or um, trying to uh, expand and help out new businesses or um, or expand existing businesses.
7: In working with all the different departments, in working with the school board, the sheriff's department, EMS, all of those different parts, how do you personally approach leadership and communication?
8: Setting down, just you know, primarily communication. Uh, what's your primary uh, uh, what what does uh you know the chairman of the board of education the what's the director of schools what do they perceive that the next biggest problem uh that they're gonna have whether that be you know space wise uh financial uh if they you know need any um, see a, see a a need for any increase in in funds, um, uh, ambulance service director, uh, you know, how is, uh, the ambulances holding up? Bamburg County's got you know, several, um, uh, you know, new, new ambulances as of late. Um, but you know, it's more than, more than just the equipment. It's the personnel. It's the, the equipment inside that makes everything function and run together. Um, and then all the way back to um, the county commission and the chairman of the county commission, in reference to uh, what is what's the public saying, and that's a a, a big role in everything in in what the general public feels like that is a, a need or a priority in the county, and how we need to approach that and handle that, all the way down to. um and other departments, you know, solid waste, you know, we've got people that work in solid waste, uh, and everybody, everybody has garbage and we all have problems with solid waste, but, um, and those workers there, uh, they meet the public on a, on a daily basis. So it, it's ultimately sitting down and, uh, talking with the department heads meeting with them, um, uh, Asking them what uh, their priorities and what their needs is, and then looking at how we can address that from you know monetary, financial um, uh, standard or uh, different avenues that we could take to um, resolve the problems as uh, as they come about.
7: Kelly Dishman is our guest candidate for Van Buren County Mayor. You mentioned water. And some of that obviously has to do with the Spencer city government, but it is an issue for the county at large. How important is it to get ahead of that?
8: Uh, water's hindered our ability to grow for uh, years up here. Uh, back in 1998, uh, prior to that, Jam Huber Corporation, Bow Water, Hiawassee, owned uh, 65% of the county and. uh and they began selling out, we've had a, a huge transition in land ownership up here. Uh, the city of Spencer was, water was uh, uh, you know primarily created in nineteen sixty six to provide water to the city of Spencer and over the years they've uh, stretched their distribution uh, network, and they're you know trying to help people out. And I, it, but it's presented uh, on some problems now. And I think with uh, the funding, uh, the federal funding that's coming in, it's going to resolve some of those problems. But uh, I think long range, uh, what we need to sit down and, and look at is a, a long-term plan that uh, is it, going to take a, a several years to fix and get up to the standards that that we need to be at. And that may be another water utility district. Currently, um, you know, the whole southern end of the county um, from about a little bit north of, um, you know, 284 south uh, is without, uh, you know, potable water. And I think that if uh, we could create another water utility district, maybe work with Warren County Water. Uh, utility district, uh, to expand, uh, potable water coming into Van Buren County. Look, uh, over at, uh, Fall Creek Falls Water Utility District that handles, uh, kind of the eastern side of the county over on Fall Creek Falls and, uh, uh Longwood area. Uh, you know, what their needs are and kind of look at, the the collective needs of, uh, the county at large. And put a, a long-range plan together that that, that may take uh, uh, several uh, terms, uh, several years uh, to complete. And that would, you know, exceed how many every years if I'm fortunate enough to get re, re- or get elected, uh, would exceed exceed that length of time. But we need to be working on it now and working together with. The existing utility districts and outside uh, uh, utility districts outside of our county boundaries to uh, uh, try to resolve uh, this 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 problem uh, for um, a better future for Van Buren County.
7: Candidates for office uh, are often said, "I'm going to work and do everything I can to help our county grow." What is the path of growth that you see for Van Buren County?
8: It would be a lot for right now. You know, bulk of our workforce travels outside of the county, and that's uh, was uh, you know pretty much acceptable when gas prices was uh, cheap. But looking forward in the future, uh, you know, it, it's going to be a, a real economic hardship on a lot of people. So I think that you know we we haven't got the we do have a lot of resources up here to offer. But uh, the primary resource uh, that we've had for since 1944 is Fall Creek Falls State Park. And I think that if we could build up a a jobs market, a light industrial uh, business, do some business incubation um, around the park and establish uh, uh, some type of uh, market, a jobs market around that, uh, that that would be uh, greatly beneficial to the county. Uh, and, you know, they, uh, uh, they have the hotel over there. They have uh, the campsites. It's one of the most popular parks in the state. Uh, but um, you know, we could do more. And as far as uh, cabins and Airbnbs and uh, campgrounds outside of the park, um, I think that it would be uh, an avenue worth pursuing.
7: Kelly Dishman, candidate for Van Buren County Mayor, thank you so much for sharing the time with us.
8: Thank you, Larry, for doing this and and having (music) me.
3: If you are going to court, you need the very best. You need a specialist with proven experience and results to get you justice. Cookville attorney Henry Fincher is who you need. He's a Harvard Law School graduate. He's recognized as a national super lawyer. Henry Fincher is a certified specialist in civil trial, elder law, and family law. No other attorney in Tennessee has more certified specialties. Don't trust your case to just any lawyer. Hire the best. Hire Henry Fincher
4: could change your landscape. Don't let that happen. Call Putnam County Tree Service to get the trees trimmed. Dead branches removed, stumps ground. All it takes is one strong wind to damage your home. Putnam County Tree Service can help with the heavy branches to keep your trees healthy and strong. Call 528-3828. 528-3828 to protect your home, your landscape, your family. Putnam County Tree Service. Make the call this week.
0: Up next on the program, we are speaking with Sparta Mayor Jeff Young on Meet the Candidates. Jeff, it's good to have you with us on the program today. I want to go back to when you first ran for the office of mayor. What led you to want to get involved in in the city council and the office of mayor in particular in the city of Sparta?
9: Well, Tom, I had been a lifelong resident of Sparta and a business owner here for many years, and I was seeing our city to stay stagnant. We weren't doing anything. Uh, when I got elected in 2010 now, the unemployment rate was 13.4%, which was just totally unacceptable. Uh, we weren't getting any anything done as far as roads and water lines and sewer lines and of infrastructure, no sidewalk work. We were just we were stagnant. We weren't going anywhere. We weren't moving. And I thought, somebody has got to change the direction of the city or we're just going to fade away and die like some of these small communities have in the past. So I decided that Well, it's either lead, fall, or get out of the way. So somebody's got to step up and be willing to do the work. And I volunteered for it. The folks elected me to do that job. And and we've been very successful in the last 12 years, and we've really turned Sparta around.
0: Jeff, when you walk into a situation like that where you say it's stagnant and you, you want to kind of light the fire to get things going, how did you go about kind of getting that process underway of moving things or getting things to move along?
9: Well, one of the things I can think of just on a personal level before we talk much about the city stuff is I'm also a home builder and I know several folks around town that are, that are home builders as well. They build spec homes, but nobody was building in the city of Sparta because they felt like they couldn't get, you know, a good price for their homes and lots were harder to find and and just et cetera, et cetera. They couldn't sell them and things like that. So I mean, I tried for a year and a half to get some of these guys to do that, start building homes and nobody ever would. So I thought I'm just going to start doing it myself and I built gosh in the last twelve years I think I've built thirty one or two homes in the city of Sparta and and after I had done that for a year or two and, and proven that it would work and these folks could sell these homes here and there were buyers for them. We've got multiple builders in town doing that and think that same thing right now. And I think currently I think just as of this week we've got about twenty five or six homes under construction in the city right now. And then uh secondly we just go out we would go out and talk to folks. My vice mayor, Mr Jim Floyd, he's been a tremendous asset to me. We would go out and talk to folks and just say, Listen, what, what do you think we need? What what will help our community more than anything? So it's one thing I think you've gotta be able to do as a leader is, is not just lead, you've gotta be able to listen. and you know, we tried to listen to our community and decide uh, you know, hey, these are the things that our community wants and we went and pursued those. You know, they wanted more sidewalk work, so we started pursuing grants. They wanted road work, so it took many years, but we actually got the folks to buy in on referendum to change our sales tax uh, from 925 to 975 like every community around us and we're on a plan right now to have every single road in the city of sparta paved in the next five and a half years we're on an eight-year cycle that that's almost unheard of and one thing we wanted to make sure that we did too to protect the taxpayer and the ratepayer is to keep our taxes low you know the entrepreneurs and business owners when they come into town They they know what's best how to spend their money we just need to stay out of their way at some point in time and try to make it a, a good playing field for them. Keep the taxes low so they can do that. And, and uh, we, we, we really had tremendous success in Spartan. And we're a smaller community. We're not like a Cugboor or a Murfreesboro. We don't have all the things that they have. But for a community our size, we are really in good position.
0: Spartan Mayor Jeff Young is our guest to meet the candidates. Mayor, would you say your leadership style is kind of lead by example, getting out, getting involved, and? In, in- like you were talking about in construction of homes, would that be the best way to describe how you'd like to lead?
9: That's exactly right. I've I've always thought you lead by example. You know, at this point in time, of course it wasn't the case when I was just first elected, but I've been in business forty years now. This is my fortieth year anniversary. And I've never asked an employee to do anything that I wasn't willing to do myself. And on the city level I've I've took that, that same example out there. I you could find me at any given time out picking up sticks and leaves with the with the street crew. My wife sort of laughs at me. Part of what part of what we do for fun, 10, thirty, eleven o'clock at night, there's nothing else to do. We'll ride around town. We'll count streetlights that might need to be out, or they're out, might need to be repaired. Look at sidewalk projects. I just think at that, that personal level, being in touch with your employees, having the community see that you're willing to lead by example is, is one of the best leadership styles that you can have.
0: Jeff, what do you feel like the biggest issues are right now that are facing the city of Sparta?
9: One of the biggest things we're seeing right now is finding employees. We've got help wanted signs all over town. I mean, my, even my particular business, I would hire four people today if they were here. And every business that I talk to is needing help. Even the city, we're needing help. And I'm not sure exactly what's going on, but our unemployment rate is low. You know, we talked about what it was 12 years ago. when We got elected 13.4%. Now I think it's 3.2%, but we still can't find employees. We're really trying to keep our employees and and our city ourselves in tune with what the employees need uh, as far as payroll benefits what type of job they did make sure that it's the right fit for that person you don't want to put a person that's that's more suited for one job in another job because chances are he's not going to stay with you but that's one of the biggest things we've got right now is, is, is finding employees for people to hire
0: jeff as you meet with and speak with local voters what are you hearing from them in terms of their concerns
9: i hear that same thing from a lot of them Supply chain issues, uh, every business out there is having a hard time getting, getting their particular job set done uh, because they can't get the parts or the equipment or even some of these homes we talked about getting built. You know, some of these folks are having to order their materials, you know, six weeks to two months in advance just to get products there to either build a home or repair a car or do whatever their job set is. And, you know, it's hard to sell stuff and build stuff if you can't get it.
0: Jeff Young, if you are re-elected the mayor of Sparta, what will the voters be getting in Jeff Young as their ongoing mayor?
9: Well, as the next mayor, I'm going to continue doing the same, some of the same things that I started with. I'm going to make a promise to the, to the voters that elect me to create new jobs and opportunities, work on our infrastructure like roads and sidewalks, water and sewer projects, those things like that Make not only make our city attractive, but they make us function. You know, we can't have a new business come into town if we don't have sewer capacity or water capacity for them, if we don't have good roads for them to get their product out on. Um, one thing I've always had a passion about is our parks and recreation areas. We are always, and I want to emphasize always, we are always trying to find new ways to enhance our parks, enlarge our parks, add new features. We have a lot of stuff going on. are going to have some some great announcements coming up soon about some park expansions as well. One thing I want to make sure that the voters know is they're going to have someone that's uh, fiscally responsible with their money. Twelve years ago to today, we have doubled the amount of money that we have in fund balance, and we've only raised taxes one time. That proves that you can be fiscally responsible, provide the same amount of services, if not more, like we're doing in Sparta, and still save money. We're saving the taxpayers hard-earned money. And I want to always strive to improve the quality of life that we have here. We, We need to always work on that. That's... That's what makes us the upper cumberland. That's what makes us the desired place in the state of Tennessee is people like the lifestyle that we have here. Sometimes we take it for granted, but, but we're going to always assure folks that we're going to have a good quality of life here. So that's a lot of the things that they'll get me. They'll get, they'll get somebody that's, that's dedicated. I don't plan on going anywhere. I've been all over the country. Don't plan on living anywhere, but it's right here in Sparta, Tennessee. I love it here and it's been my honor and privilege to serve for the last 12 years
0: sparta mayor jeff young has been our guest on meet the candidates jeff of course seeking re-election to the office of mayor coming up in the august 4th general election that's today's meet the candidates if you missed any part of today's show be sure to visit news talk 941 online for the on-demand audio our producer is jake walman thank you for joining us for meet the candidates i'm tom duggan